agonising over even the smallest purchase. Aliana would blithely burn a large hole in her credit card during a lunchtime visit to the clothing shops on Camden High Street, while Holly, by comparison, would take three weeks to decide if she really wanted those winter boots enough to shell out forty pounds. It had taken her a while to get used to Rupert's wealth, and while she pretended to love it when he took her to expensive restaurants or presented her with an obscenely large bouquet of flowers, Inside, it made her itch with discomfort. I didn't ask, she sniffed. I assume it was an early birthday present. Oh, yeah, Eliana looked at her sideways. The big three-o. How are you feeling about it? I'm bloody glad that I've still got five years to go. I mean, no offence, but I definitely want to be married by the time I'm thirty. None taken, lied Holly. And I'm not all that bothered, to be honest. It's only another birthday, just like any other. I don't want a fuss made. Oh, but Rupert will definitely want to make a big fuss, said Eliana, failing to keep the envy out of her voice. He'll probably take you on a skiing trip to Verbier, or buy you a diamond ring. At this, Holly actually laughed. What? I bet he bloody does now, and you'll have to eat your words, Eliana continued, breaking off for a moment to sweet-talk the guy on the other end of the phone. Once logged in, she ignored her overflowing inbox and opened Facebook. Wow. I'm sorry, Holes, but your boyfriend is seriously fit. Holly looked across at the photos on Aliana's screen. They were of Rupert, taken while he was on his recent work trip to Japan. With his pale blue shirt sleeves rolled up and a lopsided, slightly tipsy smile on his face, he did look very handsome. Yeah, I know, she smiled. If you ever, you know, get sick of him or anything- Ow! The hole puncher that Holly had lobbed across the desk bounced off Aliana's arm and hit the carpet. In the end, Holly had to abandon her plan to deal with the letter at lunchtime, because Aliana dragged her to the market to get a falafel wrap. They are so good, babe. It's like having an orgasm in your mouth. And then to the nail bar. Holly resisted the temptation to join her. She had made her lunch the night before and brought it to work with her. The falafel wraps might look delicious and smell divine, but why would you spend £4.50 on one when you could bring your own tuna and mayonnaise sandwiches for a fraction of the price? The morning's sheeting rain had blessedly passed, but the sky remained heavy with thick clouds the colour of paving slabs. Camden did its best to inject some colour into proceedings, boasting extravagantly decorated stalls and clusters of punks with neon-bright Mohicans. Holly walked past them all as if in a daze, letting her friend fill the silence with an uninterrupted patter of excited babble. Having conveniently forgotten that she had been told to make up the lost time from her tardiness that morning, Aliana was summoned into Fiona's office the minute they got back, and rewarded with the mind-numbing task of deleting all the old stock off the website. While she felt for her friend, Holly was glad of the peace and quiet. She also worked far better when she could really get into a zone and concentrate. Instead of honing in on fabrics and fastenings, however, she found herself thinking about her mother again. Back in the days of Holly's early childhood, before Jenny Wright had started turning to the bottle to get her through each day, she used to make up bedtime stories for Holly to help her fall asleep, clearly something she had always struggled with, even as a very young girl. One of these stories had been about a fairy called Hope, who her mum described as having blonde hair plaited into pigtails and a blue dress with red petticoats underneath. When Hope danced, her skirts would swirl together, and sometimes she spun so fast that her dress looked purple. Holly had always loved that idea, because her favourite colour was purple. She was even wearing it today.
Whenever Holly was having a particularly tough day, or when she found herself in a situation that frightened her, she still conjured up hope. She would let her dance, just on the very edge of her mind, watching as she spun round faster and faster. As Holly sat at her desk now, gazing at her screen but seeing only her past, she felt Hope's presence as keenly as she had all those years ago, back when she had no idea just how scary life could become. Your phone's ringing! Aliana had wheeled across and actually nudged her. Flustered, Holly snatched up her mobile, dimly aware as she did so of Hope dissolving into a smudge of colour. Hi, darling. It was Rupert. He always called her at around this time, when the sleep-inducing effects of his lunchtime drink had kicked in. She felt sorry for him in a way, having to do so many meetings with clients that expected to be entertained. But then he did seem to enjoy himself. You sound worn out.